0: Welcome everybody to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host Tom Quiet and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. We are back live. I've become addicted to doing these in person again. It is, there's just something different about doing these in front of the person, having an authentic conversation. And now that COVID's not as big of an issue, still an issue, but not as big of an issue. I'm all about doing these in person, but That being said, we have a very special guest with us all the way from Montana. Bozeman, right? Yeah. From Bozeman, we have um, Mercedes Carroll. How's it going?
1: It's good. It's good.
0: How's uh, Texas been treating you? You've been on a little bit of a run the last uh, couple of weeks, at least. I got introduced to you through uh, Sterling. We had him on the podcast uh, earlier this year, or was it late last year? But within the last year or so, we had him on the podcast, so uh when he recommended you that said you're going to be at dripping springs i was like yeah let's see if we can make something work so
1: yeah i'm glad we did uh yeah that's that's initially what started uh, this trip down was dripping Springs songwriter fest and uh i played that last weekend Mm -hmm. which was incredible um met a a ton of amazing artists heard some great songs and um left with a lot of inspiration Mm -hmm. and uh and I got to sit down with, with, uh, Sterling actually, and, and talk through some stuff. And also, um, uh, a guy by the name of, uh, Anthony Garcia. Okay. And so that was really, that was really cool. Um, and just to be around, you know, musicians is, is such a treat. Cause a lot of times I'm on the road mm. by myself, you know, and, uh, so yeah, that was great. And then I um, I dropped into New Braunfels to spend time with a, an old friend of mine, Rose. Yeah. And I got to go to Green Hall. Um, I got to go see Jamie Lynn and Courtney Patton. And um, and then at Green, the last few nights, it was uh, Lou Harris, mm-hmm. Rodney Foster, right. and uh, Matt Kirk and the Wayfarers. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I've been right. pretty
0: spoiled. Yeah. It. <laughs> I was, or as some people may know, I was in New Braunfels the weekend of Dripping Springs, and I was actually had a way for me to get up to Dripping Springs because I think it was like forty-five minutes, maybe an hour, away, and then the party life just got the best of me, and I was just <laughs> like, "eh, it happens." But I was glad we were able to make this work. You were staying, I had after. Everything I'd asked you if you were going to be in Texas for a while and just so happens you were. So out of everybody that I was looking to meet, this was the important one because I didn't know when I'd get another chance to see you because you live all the way up in Montana. So
1: yeah, oh. yeah, I was actually calculating it and I think this is my fifth down, time back to Texas okay. now, which, which, uh, kind of s- surprised me as well. I was like, wow, I've, I've actually been down there quite a bit.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> Texas is a cool place. I that oh, like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're from Bozeman. What's uh, what was it like growing up in Bozeman? Was yeah.
1: Well, so um, I actually I, I grew up about eight miles outside of Bozeman in, mm. in a in a small town called Belgrade, okay. and um, it it was uh, like a, It had a stoplight, or not even a stoplight. It had a stop sign with a flashing red light when I was growing up. And we lived uh, on the outskirts of town. So there was, you know, farm fields and all that to go, you know, practice batting in and ride bike and run and go lay down, please. That's my dog, Melody. She's in here with me. and
0: She's, she's having a little panic attack or something. She's,
1: well, I think she'd like to go outside and, and uh, she's kind of bossy these days. Uh. She's been on the road with me the last year Okay. and, uh, it's her world and I'm living in it. Okay. And, uh, she's gotten spoiled quite a bit. So that's, so now she's very vocal about her needs and it's like right now. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so growing up in Belgrade, um, you know, I mean, went to Belgrade high school. I played a lot of sports actually. Um, I did a little bit of choir, but. Sports kind of took precedence. I played basketball and volleyball, mm. ran track, and uh, I lettered in, in choir. And then I and then kind of quit doing it. Yeah. But um, I picked up a guitar at fifteen and learned, you know, the basic chords from uh, the pastor at my church, and would play uh, different services and right. and practice that way. And and uh, you know a bunch of Older guys would get together at the church. I remember and have, you know, kind of jam nights or mm. musical nights. And uh, I remember that's the first time I heard the song Amanda. Um, and uh, and I thought it was so cool. And whenever when people ever people sing it now, it, it always takes me back yeah. there.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so where does kind of writing your own music kind of come into play? Obviously, you're very physical with like playing sports in high school and stuff, where does like actually writing and singing and that stuff kind of start coming into play?
1: You know, I took a, when I was in high school, we had to take a, like a composition Mm -hmm. course of, of course. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so I had a, a creative writing class and I think that just the teacher was so much fun. He made it so fun. His name is Mr. Yost, Aaron Yost. And so I mean, we would have, we would have like parties to celebrate turning in papers and we would decorate, we'd put like a disco ball up and have like strobe lights and, and music and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. And he just, he's a wonderful human being. Um, and so I think that made it really fun for me initially. And I always read a lot when I was younger. Um, and then when I got to college, I did a literature course Mm -hmm. and my professor there, really enjoyed my writing. And so I think it just kind of, it, it, it sparked that, that encouragement, um, sparked an interest to try and write further. Mm. And, and then when I moved back, so I went to college in Idaho, uh, university of Idaho in Moscow, and I got a, a biology degree and then I moved to Seattle. Okay and um tried to get a job but just nothing was really happening um and then just through life ended up moving back to bozeman and i started working at a place called live from the divide okay which is a a 50-seater listening room and it's the celebration of the american songwriter and so i just think all of that coming together you know um i decided to start writing trying to write my own songs at about 19. And then I don't think I kept any until about 23, okay. 22, 23. Yeah. I was
0: going to ask if you still had any of those songs sitting around from the early days of being, but yeah.
1: Well, some from 19 to 23, no, yeah. they were so bad. <laughs> and and I still feel like, you know, I listen to my records and I'm like, Ooh, but, but I, you can all, You can always improve and you should always be striving to get better and uh so some of my writing then i look back on and i'm like oh i see how you know i i was maybe trying to be clever but now um i'm looking through a different lens Mm. and i'm excited to move forward with that in my writing and coming out with a new with a new project new material
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah uh so from 19 to 23 that was just kind of like more of a experimenting or, yeah. well, or like, finding your sound or finding your voice
1: um i'd say i've been doing that the last 10 years um, but uh fair. but 19 to 23 i f- was in college and i found booze and oh. boys <laughs> but i did play my first gigs during that time and so that was cool to you know start that endeavor mm. um and uh i remember my first gig was uh at the besides like in church was at the hofbrau mm. um in bozeman it's called the bar it was called the barmuda triangle it was the half the molly and the scoop and you could walk between each bar okay. nice and each bar kind of had its own thing you yeah. know like the molly had a ton of pool tables they had other games too shuffleboard and foos but like um the scoop had foosball and um i guess they had pool too but the half is is known for like their open mics okay. and musicians coming through and I couldn't even hold the pick because I was shaking so bad. And this really, um, really great musician named Dean, um, he uh, played in a band there called, um, oh shoot, now of course I'm not gonna be able to remember the name because we're on this, um, 10 foot tall and 80 proof maybe? Okay. Or, uh, no, there's a there's another one. But long story short, um, Dean handed me the pick and said you got this you were born to do this (laughs) it was so encouraging you know and uh and that was my first time I played out at a at like a a club or dive bar I guess
0: Nice. hey those are always the interesting ones especially like your first official show like first official show that's that's just I don't know, like what goes through your mind. Do you remember what was going through your mind at that? Like obviously you were nervous and whatnot, but
1: yeah. Well, it was an open mic. I started it at open mics. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think, I think it was just like quit shaking, <laughs> breathe. breathe, calm down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's fair, very fair. And so from there, the bug mm-hmm. kind of bit you to keep playing live shows, or were you still kind of apprehensive, or were you apprehensive at all about?
1: I would say the bug bit. Okay. Yeah. Because I went to as many op- open mics as I mm. could after that and um, found musical community. And mm. I had taken some guitar lessons from um, Tony Polcastro mm. uh, and he played on my album. Um, but he gave me great advice. He said, play with as many musicians as you can, because everyone's a teacher and mm. you can learn something new from each person. And so, um, so that's what I was trying to do is You know meet people at open mics and yeah
0: just kind of build your community and find the creative like-minded creative people that can help you grow as a musician
1: yeah Yeah.
0: yep so growing up in bozeman all i really so i've only been to montana once in my life uh we went a couple of a couple of summers ago we were up in columbia falls calispell
1: okay yeah yeah
0: um and we got lost. That was fun because my <laughs> cell service, my cell phone wasn't working. Oh so no, we're, that we're, will
1: happen. So
0: we're coming down the mountain from Columbia Falls or the hill, mountain hill, whatever it is, and I we get to a gas station. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fill it up. Brady was one of the guys that was with me. I was like, you're gonna drive for the next few hours. Let me get some rest and just you know wake me up when we get to Idaho because we were heading to vegas i think and for some reason we were gonna have to go through idaho yeah whatever and i was like well just wake me up when we get to idaho and i'll take over from there i wake up four hours later he's been pacing between like farm country roads he's like your gps quit working we've been circling for four hours i'm like why did not you try and wake me up he's like i did and i was like no you didn't because i don't sleep that i'm not that deep of a sleeper Mm -hmm. like you could wake me up he's like well we're lost we've been circling for four hours so not only did we lose four hours but he did like gas was super expensive in montana at the time Mm -hmm. and so we burnt like 60 bucks in gas and i'm like
1: Oh, man. All
0: right. Well, here we are. So, and then I was just like, all right, we'll just head to this high. There's a highway. Like, I don't remember what highway it was. I was just head there and start heading south. And we'll figure it out from there. He's like, okay, I got it. And then, yeah. So. Oh, that.
1: man. Yeah, that's. I uh, I was up in Glacier National Park. Mm. I played Whitefish Songwriter Fest. Okay. And And uh, I was up there with a gal, Hannah Bell. Okay. And... Uh, we, you know, your GPS stops working. And yeah. so we started just using the,
0: the map, the map
1: they give yeah. you, like, thank God. Cause usually I tell them, ah, I don't need no stinking map, Yeah. but I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. <laughs> we grabbed the map and we were trying to get to uh pole bridge and, uh, and Bowman Lake. And yeah. luckily the signs helped us out too. And, and we did all right, but it's, it's easy to get lost.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It was, it, it was enough of a, of a setback that it was like, all right, we got to cancel it. We got to end the trip early. Like, we're not going to Vegas anymore. We got to go straight oh, back. Oh, you had to skip. Because oh. it, it was one of those, like, I mean, I had been to Vegas before, but it was one of those deals where I had everything so tightly scheduled yeah. that that four hours that we lost, like... Burned it. Burned it. Like, yeah. we were done. So it was yeah. just like, all right, we're going to start heading back, and that's it. Um, but, yeah. So, um. You, you released some music in. You ended up releasing some music in twenty nineteen twenty twenty, right? Yeah, um, yep. with that, this was and they were both. It was like a double album, correct? If i or was it a yeah. double EP? I don't, I don't,
1: yeah, double EP. You're okay. you're right on. Okay. It was yeah, two 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 volumes, um, two sets of seven. Yeah, and we recorded them back to back weeks. Uh, the first half uh, is an electrified band so elect um harmonizing electric guitars full drum kit electric bass um and it was a lot more like funk rock Mm -hmm. kind of bluesy um and then the second volume we used upright bass fiddle mandolin um
0: and it was uh, more acoustic yeah it was
1: uh, yeah a little more bluegrass sounding yeah and all local musicians and, and friends and, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's funny because, I mean, we talked a little bit about this later, but you look yeah. back on your projects and you go, Oh man, yeah. there's, there's so much I would do different. Yeah. But then I think it's important to come full circle and, and say, okay, I'm proud of what we did yeah. with what we had and my skill at the time. And it's a snapshot. And, uh, yeah. anyway,
0: It's I was listening to, Volume one on my way to work, and then I listened to volume two on my way from work. It's about a 18 minute drive, so I didn't get quite through all of it, but yeah, the Great. I, I'm a little bit more drawn to volume two with the blue like. I, yeah. I'm, I don't know that much about like bluegrass style music, but for whatever reason, whenever I hear it, it's like, okay, that's good. I like that. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just one of those things where maybe I need to dig a little bit deeper into it, like the history of it. And yeah, you know, so.
1: well, and I should make it clear like that. It's not as def it's, it's a bluegrass feel. Yeah, I, I definitely don't play. I'm learning how to play bluegrass yeah. and it is tough. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it is just a tough genre and uh actually in my travels this last year i got to spend a lot of time mm. in, in uh, south carolina north okay. carolina nice. and uh, i i worked at Merlefest and that um. was probably my biggest education on bluegrass and then uh, i met a band from grand haven michigan okay. called full chord and they kind of took me under their wing and um and i ended up staying with them for a few nights when i went when i was traveling back across the north country mm-hmm. and uh so that's the big the most i've had yeah right. most experience i've had
0: with i mean you went to and... Mural fest so that's just like the biggest education you're gonna get
1: yeah so. oh it was incredible that, is, that was an experience of a lifetime i
0: still want to try and get back and because so like in when music festivals are in full swing we do media for festivals and Mural fest is like the big one that we want to get to
1: cool yeah i think i'm gonna try to to do it again i was on stage crew okay and uh which was really cool because you gotta you know kind of be behind the scenes yeah and and and, uh and backstage helping yeah put instruments in cases and stuff like that and uh so i think i'm gonna try to do it again it's uh it's in april at the end of april Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna attempt to String together a tour, you know, yeah. down and over yeah. if I can. Yeah,
0: sure. You'd mentioned that you were, um, you'd been on the road for the last year, like yeah. continuously, like, or had, was it like stops going back to Montana?
1: Uh, so in November, well, November 1 of 2021, 20, 20, okay. I put all my stuff in a storage unit and Melody and I hit <laughs> the road. And we didn't have, you know, it wasn't like I had all these dates that I was, you know, um, lined up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of this guy in, in in New Mexico put it great. He said it's a tourcation. Yeah. And uh, and I and I needed it needed it at, <laughs> needed it, it at the time. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I just go, you know, life stuff. Um, but I started in Northern Idaho mm-hmm. uh, in Coeur d'Alene. My okay. best friend lives yeah. there and then um, went down through Utah, saw some national parks, Arizona, and then um, New Mexico to Texas. Uh, Spent about a month and a half in Texas, Mm -hmm. and then continued on to New Orleans, uh, and then spent about 10 days there, Okay. and then worked in the Keys for three months with a a fishing guide. Okay,
0: That's, that's big down there
1: oh man were you in
0: the upper keys lower keys middle
1: well i was fortunate enough to go to mile zero fest again okay. and so um because I, I work a couple festivals a year uh just helping out where i can mm-hmm. Braun brothers reunion and mile zero fest and uh so i went down to key west yeah, and yeah. was there for about a week and then uh the fishing guide i worked for was in isla mirada
0: okay that my dad's living there right now oh no. really yeah okay is.
1: it's a great town yeah it's i had a great time and uh it was a lot of work yeah um because um basically basically i was a live housekeeper and then mm. running around to different venues and asking them if they'd let me play
0: yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. uh my dad's uh you know we uh oh, what is it not plantation um He's at one of the parks there. I can't remember what mile marker it is now. But um yeah, he's goes there every winter. Like he lives okay. in South Florida and he puts his boat in one of the the slips down there and lives there every winter and
1: And everybody keeps track by mile markers. Yep. That's awesome. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um
1: yeah. I, I can't w- remember which one we were at either. Yeah.
0: Alumarado definitely would be a place that I'd love to go to, but I couldn't afford to live there. Like it would just oh. be
1: the only reason I could be there is because of the job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And then after that, uh, that's when I went up to... um, Sorry about Melody. Oh, She's going to pop in the podcast every now and then.
0: That's fine. But, I'm waiting uh, for her to jump up on the couch and... Or take one of those. Go ahead. And...
1: Go on up. Go on. We'll see.
0: Yeah. It happens. No. But, uh, yeah. I love, I love the keys. I'd live there if I could, but it's one of those things I couldn't afford it right now anyways yeah. even if I wanted to
1: I like to visit it um, but then when I continued up to the southeastern corner mm-hmm. and got to see the piney trees and yeah. the, you know the Blue Ridge Mountains that was a whole nother story it was like oh I feel I feel a little more back at home yeah well um, yeah. I love the mountains yeah and uh,
0: how'd you and, like New Mexico
1: oh man it was so i didn't spend a ton of time in new mexico that trip around yeah um gosh sorry i have been rambling no um, you're
0: fine it's what i enjoy
1: i, <laughs> I played in roswell and I went, you,
0: okay i lived in roswell for four years oh Where, you did where'd I you play?
1: the liberty okay yeah oh, wait
0: a minute when when did you play
1: oh uh, gosh this was in november because i got to texas in december okay and it was actually, if you know who Charlie Stout is, okay, um, he set up the gig, okay. Uh, there and... were you
0: opening for someone, or
1: yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
0: was it, was I knew it... you
1: are gonna ask me this.
0: I'm, I'm trying to think who would have been there last November. Um, let's see, was it Charlie Crockett?
1: No, I no. wish. Uh, um,
0: or dang it. Or, I'm sorry, my J- memory
1: is failing me right now.
0: Jody Davis? Or maybe it was one of the Red Dirt Country shows that they put on.
1: No, no. it was, a, it was a, a gentleman that plays... Um, he had a song cut in a movie. Um, oh,
0: okay. While we're sitting here thinking about it, I'm going to actually just pull up their schedule. Oh, yeah, because okay. that's
1: going to drive me crazy. Please do, yeah. But, no, that's awesome. I, I feel I, terrible. I can't remember, honestly.
0: It's one of those things where... Roswell would be the perfect place for me to live but the travel in and out of there is such a pain that it's like I couldn't actually make this work if I wanted to like, yeah. the air, there's an airport there and that's cool but at the end of the day it's just kind of like yeah sorry it's not going to work Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see I'm looking for the past events there we go that's what I'm looking for but anyway, so uh, you've been on this uh, cross-country uh, tour vacation is whats what, is what uh, you've been calling it. Um, what are some things that uh, you've taken away from this trip that you've been going through?
1: Um, well, so I did seven months out. I got back home in June, mm-hmm. and and then uh, I've been touring out of Montana ever since then, um, averaging about five days at home. Um you know i've learned a lot mm. i mean uh just about our country about you know i mean there's wonderful people everywhere you go there's musical communities everywhere you go mm. small um come here come lay down go lay down
0: she's like i just want to be involved get melody Hold come here me down. um
1: you gonna be nice to me here. Um you know, like there's small like festivals branching off of all these bigger festivals, mm. you know? And so that's really cool. Every, there's a lot of people doing great things mm. all over. And it's interesting, um, you know, those who haven't maybe necessarily traveled, um, I think it's important to know those kind of things because sometimes we can get in a little bit of a a, a negative mm. mindset maybe about other places when really it's, we're all, you know yeah we're all people we all got our communities we all have our favorite coffee shops our favorite bands our favorite yeah. river to go float on you know mm-hmm. um, anyway uh,
0: it, are you, so right now are you kind of are you playing new music or are you just kind of playing off of what's already out there where are you kind of at musically right now
1: I try to play new stuff mm-hmm. um, but I'll, I'll play off of the record a little bit right mm-hmm. now because it's all that You know if people listen to me that's what they they get Mm -hmm. and so i try to play them those songs so that they're
0: familiar yeah Yeah. so that
1: it's something they're familiar with and uh but i'm very excited to make another project because you you kind of get i mean you outgrow your yourself you know
0: for sure it's a it's one of those things where you want to try and keep expressing yourself and getting new I don't want to say like a new like new project sounds like you're reinventing yourself but like just getting new inspirations that are out there like definitely
1: new knowledge new knowledge yep
0: there you go that's the way to Mm -hmm. word it um how much writing have you do you do a lot of writing when you're on the road or is it more of just kind of
1: I found it's really hard to ride on the road, okay. and uh, so actually, when I get home from this trip, I plan to be grounded mm. up in Montana for the winter, nice. uh, which I'm <laughs> I'm excited for and a little, uh, you know, it's going to be cold, yeah, and to be to be to sit still after all this movement is going to be a challenge at first, I think, yeah, but I'm up for it.
0: That like the summer the july that we were up there i was not expecting it to be like 50 degrees at 10 p.m at night like so would you say it's cold like mid-july when it's supposed to be the hottest it is Mm -hmm. and you go outside and you can see your breath it's like (laughs) oh that's cold that's different and yeah i can only imagine what it's like during the winter
1: oh yeah i've got a lot of uh, warm clothes to bundle up in yeah (laughs) yeah
0: That's the issue with my job is, um, so I work for a TV station and we have, uh, the company that owns us, we have a bunch of stations up in Montana, like Bozeman, Calisbury, like basically every like major city.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I've been expressing a lot of interest to make a step into management and they're like, well, the only realistic step is, you know, all those stations that we just bought up in Montana. And I'm like, (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. They're like, well, if anything ever opens there, that'd probably be your best bet. And I'm like, can I just like stay south of like Nashville? That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Montana wouldn't be that bad. Like I'm sure it having grown up in Chicago, everybody complains about like down here it's like the icy roads and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, but like down here, they're not ready for that stuff. It's like, so it's going to be bad. Whereas like up in Chicago, give it eight hours and the streets will be prepped and, you know, all that fun stuff. So,
1: yeah. Well, you know? and being from there, you understand winter, yeah. you know, and um, it's funny because everybody else I talked to about Montana. They're yeah. like, I want to go there. I want to be there. I want to do that, mm, you know, and. Yeah. I have a lot of people that say, "Well, go there for a winter, (laughs) or stay through the winter." Yeah. Now, do you have to
0: like electric? Do the electric start to your cars open? Is it that bad? Um. Or like plug your car because when I
1: sometimes yeah I've I've, I've, we've plugged our cars in through the winter before.
0: Oh yeah, when I was like a year out of college and i was looking at taking a job up in north dakota
1: oh that's even worse <laughs>
0: yeah and my dad's like hey, i was like getting ready to go up there to like look at the job and the place where i was going to be and he was like well just make sure you know how to plug your car in I'm was like, it in
1: grand forks
0: no it was up in uh, williston
1: oh man okay. so like that's where my great grandmother yeah, lived
0: like north north and this was during the fracking boom and so everything was like super expensive oh yeah like, eh, i can't afford to live here you know and my dad's like it, it you're out the middle of nowhere what do you mean you can't afford to live there and i'm like well there's this fracking boom like yeah and i yeah. said i sent, sent him a video of how they can't even keep walmart open 24 hours a day because they just don't have the people to work That's insane. yeah but
1: my uh my parents were born and raised in Minot.
0: Okay, nice.
1: And uh, I had a really great friend from college go to school in Grand Forks. Okay, it would get like negative thirty, forty. Mm. Like Grand Forks is is clocked as the one of the coldest places on mm. the on Earth. I, I'm, I think
0: I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm really good on that one. <laughs> You're
1: right. Yeah. Maybe not on Earth in the United States. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I will say though, that, if I had to, I'd go to Montana. Yeah. probably a little bit as far south as i can go but definitely not up in the mountains yeah so we'll see um so you're on the uh tail end of this nice run that you've been doing nice little texas run you're getting ready to go up to dallas you're gonna do some shows hang out with some friends all that fun stuff um what's kind of the plan obviously you'd mentioned going back to montana but what's like the plan as far as are you going to hit the road again in 2023 you're going to just kind of hang tight what's kind of the thoughts there
1: yeah i would like to hit the road again in 2023 Mm. um i would like to sit down now and organize it yeah um you know better than than I did this year. Um, I mean, I think, I think this year went really great. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the journey, the seven month endeavor, that was kind of, you know, I it had three purposes. Mm-hmm. One was, um, you know, kind of heal from life, you know, crap. And then mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the other was to expand my horizons, you know, see more things, learn, and then uh and then you know network and and play as as much as I could and and then getting back home I kind of didn't even think about it really and I jumped into the summer season yeah. and so I think I'd like to you know just organize it a little better so that I'm hitting each spot um efficiently and with a lot more focus on playing um you know lining up the gigs and and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's you know, it I've had that dream of just hitting the road and jumping in the car and just like wherever I go is where I end up. But there's also the part of me where it's like no, I have to have a plan. I have to have a purpose. I have to have you know, a re- not a not a reason, but just like a plan and a purpose mm-hmm. and yeah. That's always interesting. So during this trip were you just kind of sleeping on couches sleeping tent camping and all that stuff or all the above, all yeah. the above. Mm-hmm. that's that sounds fun and very entertaining at the same time oh and, yeah and dangerous i guess to one some of, degree
1: one of the craziest things i didn't think about is you take really weird showers sometimes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was one in uh in flagstaff arizona where i stayed where you had to step like four feet just to get into the tub. Yeah. And then the hot water didn't transfer to the shower head. <laughs>
0: oh, boy. So
1: you were standing in scalding hot water with freezing water coming down. And, you know, you're like like kind of shuffling because your feet are burning. Burning,
0: melting. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then the shower head was like, you know. At your sternum. Yeah. So you're also crouching and like some of the shower, it was just the funniest thing. See,
0: I've already got that workaround built in because I was like, just get a gym pass to Planet Fitness. They've got
1: That is what a lot of people have told me. And (laughs) I'm like, all right, that's, that's what you got to do. Planet Fitness. I was
0: sitting there. I was just like, I like the first day I went and I was walked in and there was like really nice showers and all this stuff. And I'm like... (laughs) man if i was ever homeless all i have to do is get like 20 bucks a month together and i've at least got a place to go shower every day and Mm -hmm. you know sometimes twice a day whatever the situation is but
1: sleep in your car shower at planet fitness yeah (laughs)
0: hey that's that sounds like a plan right now (laughs) Um, so you you definitely want to get writing and like moving into the next project are you thinking more acoustic stuff or where's your kind of head at as far as like what you think this next project could be
1: um well I think it's about three quarters of the way written uh and I want to I do want to um work with just me and my guitar Mm -hmm. uh but then I would like to take those same songs and build a band around them okay and um and I have an idea of what I what I'd want Mm -hmm. but I think it you know, I think you can't no, no yeah. until you start laying stuff down yeah, for sure. And that's been a lesson I've been learning.
0: Oops, oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> that That's, you know, that's good. Like, just I, I'm having listened to the first two projects that are or well, volume one, volume two. Uh, I guess technically they're both one project, or do you consider them two separate projects? I would
1: consider them one,
0: one big project. Okay, mm-hmm. but getting to listen to your second project and like just the potential that it could be, having listened to what you have out there already, I'm really excited and you know, I can't wait to see what else you can come up with and hopefully tour back through Texas next year. And I as long so. as I can handle my alcohol, I can go to Dripping Springs, year.
1: Next- sometimes that beer just gets you
0: Yeah, it it didn't help that two days prior my dad calls me he's like hey I'm flying into Austin Saturday night I'm like okay he's like yeah can you come get me and we'll go back to Waco and hang out and I'm like you realize it's ACL this weekend right I don't (laughs) know what that airport's going to be about and he's like well I'll be there so if you can come get me it'd be great and I'm (laughs)
1: like
0: alright so yeah that was fun
1: good good yeah
0: um and then just kind of outside of music what are some of your hobbies what do you do outside of music
1: well um I love to hike with Mel um,
0: who is finally sleeping
1: yeah she finally decided to to relax it took her long enough yeah. now that we're almost done yeah. with the podcast
0: <laughs> it happens
1: um I mean man you know it's funny because i've thought about that well i like to snowboard okay. um it's expensive yeah but uh you can find cheap ways to go uh they have like can a day up at um if you bring a can of food for a mm. ticket and uh they have carpool day you can buy like a weekday pass for 45 bucks or something okay. and i need to i need to do that more nice. this year uh i used to snowboard every weekend in college Nice. But yeah. hiking, a lot of outdoor stuff. I like to be outdoors. Um,
0: and it seems like you've gone to a lot of places that have a lot of really cool outdoors things to do.
1: Yeah, I got to see some great national parks yeah. on that trip. Not as much as I'd want to. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to spend so yeah. much time at these parks. Yeah. But yeah. Um, two really big ones, White Sands mm-hmm. in New Mexico blew my mind. Yeah. Um, and Zion. I, I, I mm. didn't even really get out much yeah but i did that drive down the canyon to the to the to the ground and Mm -hmm. um to the lower level and we walked around there and then drove back up
0: did you get to go to since you went down to white sands did you go to uh, carlsbad caverns
1: no i didn't get to make it over there and i was really hoping to make big bend Mm -hmm. part of this trip but it just wasn't in the cards this time
0: all right Carlsbad Caverns is really cool. You, if you go at night when the bats mm. like really- when they don't release the bats, but like when the bats go out at night, that's mm. a really cool sight. Um, and then when I went through Utah, yeah. Utah is like southern Utah. Like I've often said that if I could, I'd just move to Moab. Like, Bo- Oh, it's epic. It, like just we stopped at a mcdonald's and i looked out the window for an hour and a half and i'm like yeah i could live here like i don't know what i do here but i can live here you know
1: that's uh that was one of my tent nights oh yeah and it was in november so it got cold and i pulled into so i i did this thing it's called hip camp Mm -hmm. so it's people ran out their yard and i probably shouldn't even tell this story but I pulled in at night and these peach trees had lights in them and I set up my tent and climbed in. Well, they lived right next to a train crossing. So it felt like that train was gonna come right through my tent. (laughs) And that night, and then I ended up uh, the next day, I went to Arches and walked around there all day. And when I got back, this place, uh, they kinda, it was kind of one of those, Farmyards that's a collector of, of a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. junky cars and tractors yeah. and all this farm equipment. And, and, uh, you know, I was perfectly safe, but as I pulled back in from Arches National Park, I cut my engine and immediately a chainsaw lights up. And you know, I'm by myself. It's me and my dog in a tent and it's freezing in the train. And I was like, you know, this is just too much. And I kind of wanted to see Bryce, Canyon, Zion, and Mm -hmm. Horseshoe Bend. I wanted to kind of like touch each of them in one day, which was ridiculous. Yeah,
0: oh yeah. Um...
1: And so, but I threw all my stuff in the car and I drove two hours down the road to to a roadway which was like 35 dollars yeah. for the night and um and then i went you know got up at like five and went yeah. to bryce and then spent about an hour there went drove to zion spent you know time on that road yes. and then i made horseshoe bend by sunset and hey, so you got
0: them oh
1: huh? <laughs> yeah i got them and then stayed in flagstaff which is where that really crappy shower that really <laughs> shitty shower was.
0: Now was that, that shower, was that just like a public shower or was it somebody's like...
1: I found these, I found these, uh, these cabins, okay. um, that were right next to like a hiking trail okay. and, um, and so I rented that out for a night and for a few nights cause it was pretty, pretty dang yeah. cheap and they had a restaurant and bar and I thought about going in there and playing, but I didn't have the... I didn't have the um, energy at that time, but...
0: I feel that. That's cool. So one thing that I want to do before we wrap this thing up, I have this fun little game that we play called Rapid Fire Randomness. Uh And I've got a random question generator sitting right here. And so I'm going to fire off like 10 random questions at you, and just kind of answer them. So here we go. Rapid Fire Randomness. Uh, What does the world need more of?
1: Ooh, man. And I'm supposed to be quick about this.
0: No, I mean, the rapid fire is just more on my end.
1: Oh, gosh. Steel guitar. Fair, fair, fair.
0: <laughs> Who's your ce- secret celebrity crush?
1: Ooh, I guess Tom Selleck.
0: What have you thrown against the wall in anger?
1: Mm, i wouldn't say it was an anger but a spaghetti noodle to see if it was done
0: i've done that i've done that that's, that's which do you prefer gifts or acts of kindness
1: Ooh, acts of kindness that's, Come
0: on. i've not had a dog with a full-length tail Gosh, ever she it's, is a
1: lab 100 yeah. percent. bang bang, bang. Yeah,
0: that's what are four things you have climbed
1: a rock climbing wall. Mm-hmm. I guess the biggest one is in Idaho at University of really? Idaho. Okay. Um, a mountain, mountains mm-hmm. over in Montana. Um, you know those like rope courses. Yeah,
0: the like cope or we call them cope in the Bo- Boy Scouts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: okay. But yeah, I've climbed those, and then I mean a ladder, I guess.
0: Okay. <laughs> Four. Yeah. Do you consider yourself more of a dreamer or a doer
1: ooh you know I am in my my in the clouds a lot mm. i am I'm a big dreamer
0: <laughs> Feel that um what is something you always say yes to
1: hmm chocolate
0: fair <laughs> <laughs> what isn't being taught in schools but should be? oh man these are getting deep wow yeah oh. they
1: really are um well weren't they trying to take music out of schools for a little while
0: I mean they did when I was in going to school in the 90s out in Chicago there was a point there where they did take
1: yeah mm-hmm. so music put music back in schools yeah.
0: <laughs> if you were a multi-billionaire what is the first stupid thing that you would buy <laughs>
1: Oh. A stupid thing. Probably a Mercedes Benz, because Mercedes and a Mercedes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, final question What is something you're terrible at, but enjoy enough to keep doing?
1: Hmm. Writing songs. No.
0: <laughs> that is a lot. But
1: <laughs> Oh, man. Um. You know, I'm terrible at playing piano, but I want to. I want to keep get. I want to get better at it. I want to learn how to play piano.
0: Yes. That's interesting because a lot of musicians, that's like the first instrument they pick up is the piano. Mm-hmm. So
1: I wish I wish it was
0: for you. It was a guitar, right? Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, but first off, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting, taking a little. Actually, it probably wouldn't even that much of a detour if you're going from Austin to Dallas. It's
1: really not at all. No, I appreciate being here.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, If anybody wants to check out any of your music, any of your upcoming shows, anything you got going on, or just interact with you on social, where's the best place for them to find you?
1: I would say my website. That'll give you all avenues. It's mercedescarol.com
0: awesome awesome and we'll have it down in the link or in the uh description of the show below or however you're ingesting this youtube whatever it'll be in the uh description below so once again Mercedes, thank you so much for hanging out with us it's been an absolute blast and now i gotta go back to work i guess
1: thank you for having melody and me (laughs) yeah
0: for sure (laughs) Well, once again thank you everybody for tuning in and we will see you all later bye